0: And we are live. Welcome to the process. It is Monday, February 26th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down just a four game slate. We are starting off the week with an easy one. And DraftKings is running back the $400K to first 100,000 entry contest today. So everybody, I assume, is in for tonight's slate. Two seven o'clock starts, an eight o'clock start, and then the late night hammer Miami Sacramento game. Coming in at 10. If you had a good weekend, hit that like button. If you didn't have a good weekend, also hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. What's good, everybody? Good morning. Nice to see chat. We're back for today. Coming off of the weekend. Last night's slate was yuck. It's not good. Go Jokic, though. That, that seemed to go well for him. Less so for me. We'll take what we can get. We're back today to break it all down. Another full week. You guys know the drill. We don't do anything different here. It's process. It's contenders. It's prize picks. It's strategy. It's deeper dive. Playback later tonight. Don't know if I'm going to be there or not. Probably will be. At least for a little bit. We'll see what we've got going on later today. Oh... Good stuff, though. So, good morning, everybody. Happy to see everybody here. Four games. This should be pretty easy. Knicks, Pistons. We've got the Boyan Bogdanovich, Alec Burks uh, revenge narrative game. Evan Fournier revenge narrative game. Raptors, Pacers. We've got the Pascal Siakam slash everybody else involved in that deal. Uh... Revenge game, Brooklyn-Memphis, is really unappealing. Should be fine. Hit that thumbs up, everybody. Let's do it. Let's get into it. I got nothing left to say. I got nothing left in my little uh, soliloquy. We need to just get out and start talking some basketball. That's all I got. Let's talk about basketball. Oh, yeah, Grimes. There we go. Cheers, everybody. I've got a coffee here. If you've got one, that would be great. If you don't have a coffee, if you got tea, water, beer, food, joints, however you start the day, start it with me with the cheers. So cheers. Mm. Too hot. Too hot. Way too hot. But that's fine. We've got basketball to talk about. And we are going to do that right now. First game up, New York Knicks. I definitely answered that line wrong, because no matter what is happening, there's no chance the Knicks are 11-point dogs. They are clearly... Wait. Hold on. Where is this game? This game's in New York. How is it in my schedule as in Detroit? Huh. Did they change the location of this game at some point? This game's in New York, right? How is it in my schedule the opposite way? That is, that's bizarre. And this game starts at 7.30. So every, so this game moved locations and times. Well, let's flip that around because that matters. All right, bang. Well, that's not the game we're starting with. We're starting with Toronto, six and a half point dogs in Indy, 245 total with a little little flippy flop there. Toronto, everybody that's normally in is in Pacers on a back to back don't have an injury report, so we'll be able to figure it out as we move along. let's start it out on this Toronto side last time out last time that I projected Toronto uh, we got Jordan Wara in that R.J. Barrett spot that did not go well for the Jordan Wara players so let's uh, let's go ahead and reproject this rotation assuming that we get R.J. Barrett back and since he's not on the injury report I think we could feel pretty good about it so we'll start off 33 minutes for Emmanuel quickly. We'll get Jakob Purtle in for 27. That seems okay. And then we're going to get Gary Trent in for 30. We get RJ Barrett in for 33. And we get Scotty Barnes in for 35. Good start. Next, Bruce Brown 25, probably 26. That seems okay. Grady Dick, Kelly Olinick, Oshayok Baji. They are going to be the other three dudes that need minutes. Olinick is going to get 19. That piece is easy. Grady Dick is... uh, Let's go this way. Grady Dick is in for 19. That leaves me 19 for Akbaji. Now, am I giving Akbaji 19 minutes? No, I am not. He's going to get... Call it 14. I will hide my final five minutes on Jordan Wara. We do need to grab rates for this Toronto team. So we're going to try to do this one the full way. So let's put Olenek, Hurdle, Bruce Brown, Gary Trent, RJ Barrett. will include Jordan Wara. Quickly, Akbaji, Barnes. We want at least four of those dudes on the floor at any time. All right. Barnes has a 225 percent usage rate in that time. Emmanuel quickly. Is that 21 and or 21 and a quarter? Gary Trent. Around 17? Very low. Whoa. Very low. Barrett is at 25 and change. We want to get Bruce Brown, who is basically in for like 14. And then we get Jake Puddle in for like 18 and a half. Final guy would be Kelly O'Linnick. Lock something like that in. Interesting team. We're going to have to look at rates, too. Or, sorry props props is the word I'm looking for Barnes is at 20 and a half real points juice to the over I have 19.4 when I gave him 22 and a half usage so let's think about how we can make some changes to that usage I guess they just don't have that I mean honestly I kind of trust it. 51% true shooting, 22.5% usage. I guess I'll take him to 23, but I don't want to go too far there. I don't really trust Barnes. RJ Barrett is 20.5, juice to the under. So I'm a little bit heavier on Barrett, a little bit lower on Barnes. Emmanuel quickly is at 18.5. We're good there. Trent's at 11.5. We're good there. Pirtle at 11.5. A little heavy on Jakob Pertle. Which doesn't really surprise me. We'll bring him down a bit. Bruce Brown. Ten and a half. Way light on Bruce Brown. And then Grady Dick should be around nine. Yeah, we're all good there. Assist rates are probably interesting. Barnes should be around seven assists. So I might need to bump that. But I'm guessing when I look at his assist rate i'm not gonna see that no i do i do see it let's bump up scotty barnes assist rate let's dramatically bump up emmanuel quickly's assist rate is Quickly's assist prop five and a half it is perfect barrett is sub three not gonna have to worry about anybody else there and then rebounding rate i can't imagine is moving uh ron i have no idea I don't know what I ever have before I swap or after I swap to know that it would have mattered. But, yeah, I'm sure both of those things. All right, so we've got Toronto in. We hop to Indy. Now, for Indy, there's not much we can do here other than just look over their previous two rates. They played yesterday. Um, we did get Jalen Smith back as the backup center. He, play, he and Miles Turner split 45 minutes. Final three minutes went to Isaiah Jackson. Was that blowout run? They won by 20. So the expectation would be yes. And it was. So Isaiah Jackson and Walker weren't in the rotation. They did have a 10-man rotation with normal starters, Smith, McConnell, Shepard, Toppin, McDermott. So rates are going to stay the same for me here on Indy, but minutes I re- I want to redo. So we'll start with Miles Turner. I think we get him in for 28. And then I think we get Jalen Smith in for 17. I'll probably just hide three minutes on Isaiah Jackson. Then we can get Pascal Siakam in for 33 minutes. We can get Tyrese Halliburton in for... 33 minutes. We can get Andrew. Let's get McConnell in for 15 plus a couple extra. Then we can get Nemhard in for 31. Obviously, we don't have NeSmith in this spot, so we'll get Benedict Matherin in for 30. We get Ob Toppin in for a little bit of backup run. And then we need Ben Shepard, who I'll give 14 minutes to. I'll also give 14 to McBuckets and hide another minute on Isaiah Jackson. Rates can all stay the same here for Indy. Now, as we look at this first game, Nothing amazing coming out of Toronto, which is a shame given the matchup, given the like, given Indiana's defense, given the pace. I think Scotty Barnes is the best option you can get from Toronto. I think then you're looking at either quickly or Barrett. It's going to be easier to roster Barrett, and then Jakaperto will be your fourth. But all three of those guys look pretty similar. It's like a sneak tip on like Kelly O'Linick in 4,600. But the fact that he doesn't have power forward eligibility really limits you. So I think it's going to be Barnes as your best option coming out of Toronto. And then for Indy, um, you know, certainly like Halliburton and Siakam. You have Smith and Turner playing off of each other. Smith having power forward really helps. Easier to get to Turner. Then you have Matherin. So, if we're, if we're working our way through Indy, it's probably Siakam 1, Halliburton 2, Turner 3, Matherin 4. Although Matherin will be very easy to roster. But like Andrew Nemhard's okay. Jalen Smith is okay. A lot more to like on Indy than we have on Toronto. Now, for game two, Pistons 11 point dogs in New York. I'm sure, this one will look awesome. Just kidding. It will look awful. Detroit coming off of a three point loss to Orlando. On the Detroit side, no Marcus Sasser, no beef stew for the suspension. On the Knicks side, no Ananobi, Randall, or Mitchell. So let's, we have Marcus Sasser out already. We have Isaiah Stewart out already, which means that we're really just looking at this from a most recent rotation perspective. I actually want to pull the rates, can all stay. I do want to pull minutes, though. We can get the, the main dudes first. So Cade's going in for 32, Ivy's going in for 32. We're gonna get Asar Thompson in for twenty-seven. We're gonna get Fontecchio in for twenty-nine. We'll get Duran in for thirty-one. We get Wiseman backing him up. That part's all very easy. Malachi Flynn is going to get back up point guard run, you would imagine, especially with no Sasser. I guess Shake Milton could get it. We need to get Quentin Grimes a decent chunk of playing time. Let's get Grimes to... Let's see. Off the bench, Grimes played 26. I think 25 is going to work pretty well here. And then... Did they split? Do they go small at all? Wiseman, 15.2. Duren, 32.8. They split all 38. 30.2, 17.9. They split all 38. Kind of makes me want to go a little bit heavier to these guys. If I go 16 to Wiseman, I'm going to get Wiseman. We don't really want that. So we're going to hide two minutes on Mascala, which I think will help here. Then we need to split 32 minutes between Troy Brown and Evan Fournier. I don't want to go 16-16, so I'm going to go 18 Fournier, 14-Troy Brown. Rates should all stay the same. Can't imagine anybody from Detroit's going to look good here. Just matchup against New York is so wildly unappealing. Now for the Knicks, pretty well standard issue stuff for what we've had as of late. They're coming off the 14-point loss to Boston. Uh, We kind of know what these guys are doing. Hartenstein was able to get to 24 minutes. Have to assume 24 is in the cards again. So let's get him in for 24. Jericho Sims backed up a bunch of that. And then for some of that point, it was precious. So let's get Sims in for... His like pretty standard 14, 16. Let's go 16. And then we can get Precious in for 38. We can get 38 in for Jalen Brunson. That actually feels like it should be 37 in this spot. So we'll go 37. Also going to go 37 on Precious. Shouldn't be as competitive, you know? Now, DiVincenzo... 32. Seems like they're playing him a little bit less now. I'm going to go 34 to DiVincenzo. We can continue to get 38 of Josh Hart. Now we need 23 for Boyan, 20 for Alec Burks. And I have 11 left for Miles McBride. Rates all stay the same. This is about as easy as it gets. So, for the Pistons. Yeah, they don't look good. It's Quentin Grimes and nobody else. As, like, anybody that we're going to even try to get to. I mean, like, Ivy's fine. Duran's fine. Cade's fine. Pistons look pretty bad. 106 implied total is going to be the lowest implied total by a lot today. I mean, the other option is Memphis, I believe. Miami will be close too. But Memphis is at 106.5, even with a game total nine points lower, which is gross to think about. Now on the Knicks end, they get the Pistons. So I am once again going to be very heavy on Jalen Brunson, who I'm guessing I have a points prop on that's like three points higher than it's supposed to be. Jalen Brunson's points prop for today is 31 and I have him at 32.1. Okay. What's his assist prop? I have 6.9, 7.5. Nope. All right. So I don't even think it's just me. Jalen Brunson is, it's not even close. He's the best option that we're, we're looking at today, even at 9,700. Best thing we've seen so far is Brunson, but $6,500 Josh Hart, $7,100 Dante DiVincenzo, 7K Precious Achua. Those four guys are the only guys that you can get to from the Knicks. Um, I mean, like you can play Fontecchio too smooth, but I don't think that he looks very good today. He's just a guy on this slate. Yeah, you can see Brunson is like four points ahead of Tyrese Halliburton for me right now, which looks really good. And then you've got Halliburton, Barnes, Siakam, then Turner, DiVincenzo, Hart. But yeah, like I have the first four games, I have Fontecchio ranked 18th. He won't even really be a talking point for today's slate for me. Let's get to Game Three. This one should be just truly disgusting. Brooklyn Nets one and a half point favorites in Memphis. Two fourteen total. This is a just dreadful, dreadful experience for both teams. Uh, for Brooklyn, Ben Simmons is questionable. For Memphis, I don't know. We'll figure that out when we get there. Brooklyn's last game was a fifteen point drubbing from Minnesota think they would want to make some changes. Who knows? I do feel like I want to reproject their rotation, but at the same time, I don't really feel like that. So let's take a look at everybody. Simmons in for 22. Sure. Don't really care about De'Ron Sharp. Bridget's minutes are the same as they always are. Probably going to give Schroeder two more minutes. Dorian Finney-Smith can probably get a couple extra minutes. I don't know why Cam Johnson is playing as little as he does, but that keeps happening for reasons that make no sense. Cam Thomas can probably grab one more man. I'm okay with what I have here for Brooklyn. And I know that these rates are where we want them to be. I, I updated these guys recently. So then we go to Memphis. Just going to delete it now and start trying to figure it out after the fact because it's a different team every day. Memphis last played against the Clippers, lost by six on the 23rd. So let's get the the mainstays in first. Jaron Jackson in for 32. Santi Aldama in for 28. Vince Williams in for 35. Those pieces always feel the best. They went with Luke Kennard, Zaire Williams at the one in, I guess, depending on what you want to call Vince Williams. So let's get Zaire in for 30. And let's get Luke Kennard in for 26. Uh, We did get Jake LaRavia back in the rotation last time, which I kind of figured would happen. I believe Lamar Stevens was the Jaron Jackson direct backup. He was. So straight backup center run for Lamar Stevens. I'm going to keep that. And then I think we get... Laravia, similar story. Laravia played almost 17 minutes. I'm going to take Aldama to 27. I'm going to get Jake Laravia in for 17. And then we can get Gigi Jackson in for 26. Jordan Goodwin just got the contract. He got a full DNP last time out. That's, that's fun. Uh, we'll get Derek Rose in for 14. That leaves us 17 minutes for what I would imagine is John Conchar. Right? Because Goodwin wasn't out, right? He was... He just got a DMP. Conchar's out. Conchar's out. Left thumb sprain. All right, come on down. Jordan Goodwin, just like I expected. I don't know. I'm just so, look like, it's so hard to look at the Memphis Grizzlies injury report and remember what's real and what's not real. 17 for Jordan Goodwin might be too high. So we're going to take one minute off of him so he doesn't show up like he matters. We'll hide that on Derek Rose, actually. I'm afraid to see this, but I hope the total just makes it so it doesn't look good. Brooklyn Nets. Okay, so good. Brooklyn doesn't look good at all. They look like Bridges looks solid. Cam Thomas, Nick Nick Claxton looks solid. But they look more like Detroit, where we're really not going to be getting to these guys. But Bridget's at 7,200. He continues to be around a fantasy point per minute, dude. He should thrive in a matchup against Memphis. The whole game looks terrible. Now, the Memphis side is a little bit better. Triple J is 7,900. That is too cheap for him. He's probably, he's the second best play we've looked at. And then you you step a little bit further back and get Gigi Jackson at 4,900 and Zaire Williams at 4,700. Aldama, okay. Kennard, okay. But Triple J looking really good and should be in. This is a great spot for him. If we add game three. Yeah, we see Brunson at the top. Now you got Jaron Jackson Jr. About two points behind him relative to salary. Then you get that pack of Halliburton, Barnes, Siakam. Bridges now hopping into the number nine spot, but we obviously have another game to go. But Detroit looking really bad. I mean, Quentin Grimes, highest ranked guy, he's 17th. Fontecchio now down to 25th. We get to the final game Miami Heat. Seven and a half point underdogs in Sacramento, 225 total. Jimmy Butler out for the suspension. Uh, Thomas Bryant suspended. Jovic suspended. Hero questionable. Orlando Robinson questionable. Rozier questionable. Duncan Robinson available. Jay Rich out still. And then for Sacramento, they're on a back-to-back, but that shouldn't be too bad. Either way, we know that we need to reproject this entire Miami team, and they're going to need new rates. So... We have to assume that Tyler Hero is playing. We have to assume also that Terry Rozier is playing. So I'm going to go 30 minutes to Terry Rozier. We're going to get 33 in for Tyler Hero. We're going to get 35 for Bam Adebayo. Kevin Love, backup center plus a little something extra. We'll get Haywood Highsmith in for 21. We'll get Caleb Martin in for 29. Jaime Jaquez in for 29. We get DeLon Wright, who has not played yet for Miami, but I would imagine is going to play for Miami today. Um feels like he could just step in and play 16 minutes. I can get to 28 on Duncan Robinson, and then I can just hide these final two minutes on anyone random. Jamal Kane, come on down. Now, rates. This one will be a little tricky, but maybe not too bad. Rogier, Bam, Martin, Robinson, Highsmith, Hero, Hakez. And all I want to do is make sure Butler is off more than anything. And we'll see if anybody else has a giant chunk of minutes that I got to deal with. Jay Rich might complicate matters a little bit here. 26% usage rate to Bam. Hakez is at 18 and a half. Duncan Robinson is at 19. Hero is at 27 and a half. Rogier has only played 74 minutes in this scenario, but he's at 25. That makes sense to me. Final guy I need to grab is Caleb Martin, 15 and a half% percent usage. Let's take a look at those rates. All right, points, props. Bam is at 21 and a half, juice to the over. That's exactly where I have him. Hero is at 20 and a half. That's exactly where I have him. Just going to have to hope that everything else looks good. Only other thing we have are assist props for those two guys. I'm going to take a quick look at those assist rates. Bam gets quite a bit of a bump, and I'll give him that. Heroes doesn't move. Terry Rozier actually did have a pretty sizable assist rate. In this scenario, but I can't bump that until later. Bam's assist prop. Is it five and a half to the under? It's way under four and a half. I'm a blo- uh, I'm, I half. I'm guess Terry Rozier is probably going to complicate that a little bit. So Let's split the difference. Bring it down a notch. Heroes at four and a half. Probably a little light, but I'm okay with it. I think that's going to be Miami for us right now. And then for Sacramento, I'm guessing I don't even move anything. You know, they played up they're on the back to back. I guess the Barnacle of the Bay can get an extra minute. I could take one away from Herder. And then Lyles can come down in minutes and I can bump up Keegan Murray. Murray has played 34, 33.5, 34.5, 34.5, and 37 over the last five. I'm taking Keegan Murray straight to 34. So I I assume today is the Trey Lyles day. Rates don't need to move. Nothing needs to move here for Sacramento. This is pretty standard stuff. This is a hard slate. So I'd imagine Sacramento doesn't look good. Miami certainly doesn't, other than, for me, Bam. Uh, Bam steps up into that upper echelon with Triple J and brunson other than that i think the only guys you can go do for miami are bam rozier and hero and even then like rozier and hero don't look good i'm really curious what these crunches are going to look like sacramento all right sacramento is on a different planet i gotta check keegan murray's rates because if i have keegan murray right he's the best play on today's slate by a mile just because of his price Okay, Fox, 23 and a half points. Okay, I have this team. So I'm reprojecting everything here. I have to. Even though I feel like I just did this, I got to reproject this entire team. Because if we go by the rates that Sacramento has, then I project Sacramento to be a real problem today. So let's find out. Barnes, Lyles, Sabonis, Fox, Monk, Herder. Murray. That's everybody that matters. Four, five, six, seven. I got to be missing somebody here. I guess I'll add Davion Mitchell, make it eight. Like, this is just such a big sample. Sabonis has played 1,900 minutes. With at least four of those guys on. He's got a 22% usage rate. If I give him a 22% usage rate, that's a 21 point prop. His point prop is at 20 and a half. So we're good there. Barnacle of the Bay should be around 15 usage. 11 and a half points prop. Yeah, close enough. Keegan Murray has played 15, 1,590 minutes. 18% usage rate. That takes me to 15 and a half real points. His points prop is 13. So that leads me to believe that the market isn't as big of a believer in his minutes. But I'm going to keep him at 33. I'm just going to be heavy on Keegan Murray. Because I don't see how I would change that. Fox usage rate 30.9. But right now, if I give him that 30.9% usage rate, which he has, his points prop is 23.5 juice to the over. I get him at 27 and a half. He plays 36 minutes a night. I guess I can. I'm, I'm going to take one minute away from Fox. But again, I'm way heavy on De'Aaron Fox's points prop today. And I don't really see a reason why I would move it. Herder's at 17 and a half. And then Monk is at 24.3. Herder's points prop is 10.5. I'm at 11.9. I'm just heavy on Sacramento across the board. Now, Fox's assist rate and Sabonis' assist rate will be interesting. If I set Sabonis to his 11.5 per 100 possessions, and I set Fox to his 7, we have an assist prop for Sabonis of... Around nine. I only have it to eight, but I can't move that. Foxes should be around five. I have 4.7. That's fine. Do I have a Keegan Murray rebound prop? Yes, it's around five. Murray rebound prop. Yeah, like I'm not moving that either. Sabonis I can bump up. Which I did. Fox doesn't really rebound. Barnacle doesn't rebound. Oddly enough, Herder and Monk do. That's Sacramento. So, I I'm going to be very heavy on DeAaron Fox. However, 1.22 baseline rate, 1.28 over the past 30 days for Fox. That's exactly where I have him. Similarly, for Sabonis over the last 30 days. I have him at 1.5. And then Keegan Murray is the guy who hasn't been playing well. Um, 0.72 DraftKings points per minute for Murray as of late. I have him way higher in this spot. I love Sacramento. Fox, Sabonis, and Murray for me are breaking things. I mean, look at this. You get Brunson, top of the list, tied with Sabonis. They're both plus twos. You get Fox at plus one. Triple J is neutral. And then you get Bam and Keegan Murray. But that right there is your best plays. Let's run some crunches and see what it looks like. Easy show today, folks. 7-10. We're working our way through it. Only four games Make sure you're hitting that like button if you haven't done it yet. Full day of content. I know you guys will enjoy it. So let's grab these rates. Let's see what we have for today. First one up is DraftKings Optimal's. What do we have? 266.1. It's the optimal by 0.2. Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, Zaire Williams, Gigi Jackson, Jaron Jackson, Malik Monk, Keegan Murray, De'Aaron Fox. Murray made all 50. Fox made 90%. Zaire Williams, Jalen Brunson, Jaron Jackson, Quentin Grimes all in the 70s. Matherin and Jalen Smith in the 50s. None of that surprises me at all. Now when we throw a little randomness on it, let's see what things look like. Only guy north of 10K today is Sabonis, and he is very easy to get to. Made 29%. It's really no problem paying up for anything. You only have three guys 9,500 or more today. So Murray in 37% of lineups. Quentin Grimes, Jaron Jackson also in the 30s. The bonus, Zaire, Fox, Hart, Brunson, Jalen Smith. These guys are all 26, essentially. So it really flattens out there. But we're not all that surprised with what we see at the top. And then Quentin Grimes is simply just a price thing. Uh, the fact that Grimes is thirty six hundred really unlocks your ability to go to the top. This is a very interesting slate given salary because it's very it's not hard at all to get to Sabonis, Brunson, or Halliburton, and you're going to have at least one of those guys in everything you're building. Too smooth. Is that a real question? Just curious. I didn't know if that's a troll question or not. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Jericho Sims should not be played today. He didn't show up in a single lineup that was crunched. I'd rather go to James Wiseman, and I don't think that's close. Are the minutes there? Jericho Sims played 14 last time out. 18 the game before that. He is a point eight at best fantasy point per minute guy. James Wiseman plays the exact same minutes and is a fantasy point per minute guy. You should not be rostering, you shouldn't, you should reevaluate the way that you look at any of this if Jericho Sims is a question. I don't want to be mean, but like, that's a true statement. If you look at today's 4Gamer and think, I wonder what the status of Jericho Sims is, you're you're off the, you, you need to recalculate the GPS because you're going the wrong direction. I think it would be legitimately difficult to roster him. (laughs) Um, When am I going to start incorporating Odd Shopper into this? Uh, I go live for sports betting on either the 10th or the 11th. I can't remember. Uh, So once I'm live for sports betting, then I will be. Can't play Fox if you need Siakam and Quigley with Sabonis. Um, I don't think you need Quigley. So that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, this is, this whole thing is going to be changing up a little bit once I get more live on the sports betting side. All right, let's run Fanduel. Let's see if that looks a little different. Will I be doing this for baseball as well? Sort of. Not the same way. It's just, baseball's really hard to talk about because I don't believe in talking about it. Uh, Larry, yes. The time is changing. I haven't talked about it. I guess I should probably do it now. This is the last week of 6.30. Rut row i don't i don't like what's about to happen cuz obviously you guys are going to get that on like a 6 second delay so yeah friday will be the last 6:30 10 run 10. It'll be like the strategy show. FanDuel optimals. <laughs> uh, Okay. Yeah, obviously Terry Rozier is the best play. <laughs> Terry Rozier, a 292.06 optimal lineup by uh, 0.26. Rozier, Brunson, Murray, Quickly, Zaire Williams, all in 90% plus. All in 90% plus. Siakam in 80%. Bam in 50%. Man, FanDuel will be wild today. Quickly at the top of the FanDuel list with Rozier, Zaire Williams, and Keegan Murray all in the 40s and then you get Brunson, Grimes, Barnes in the 30s, and then you start flattening out and see everybody be relatively normal on the FanDuel side. From a pay-up perspective on FanDuel today, 10-8 Sabonis is the only 10K guy. You have five 9K guys, though. Brunson, sorry, uh, Fox, Halliburton, Brunson, Barnes, and Adebayo. That's where we're at, guys. Easy stuff. Four games up, four games down. I know we have bigger slates coming for the rest of the week. But now we done. We done. Good stuff. It was nice seeing you guys. Easy Monday. Normal stuff coming out shortly. But for now, I am going to get out of here. Thanks for being here, everybody. I appreciate seeing you. It's the best stuff. But for now, this was the process.